0: The Jesus Problem. Some of you this past week joined me and Father Barry Gehring up at the Julie Billiard School to watch the movie The Passion of Christ and hear a Father's commentary on the movie. And there were things very interesting I had never considered before that I found fascinating. Take, for example, Pilates trying to dodge putting this Jesus fellow, a man whom he saw as innocent, to death and how much he is like so many Christians today. It's more clear uh, in the passion narrative that you and I are going to hear on Good Friday than it is today. So perhaps just take what we say today and apply it to Good Friday, although we do get a taste of it in today's passion narrative. All Pilate wants to do is keep the peace. It's his job, and now he is in the middle Of this Jesus problem. They bring Jesus to him and first he tries to give him back. Take him back yourself and try him, he tells them, but they demand that he does the deed. So he tries another tact. I find no guilt in him. They do not seem to care very much. They find him guilty and they want him to do what they see as his duty. Then he tries to get clever, and what seems as would be an obvious win to him, he's willing to release a prisoner, and he chooses one that he's absolutely sure that they would not pick over Jesus. They could choose Barabbas, who is a murdering insurrectionist, and who wants him prowling around your neighborhood when you're at home watching TV reruns at night. Or they could have Jesus, at least appears comparatively harmless. What could go wrong? Well, a lot. Surprises of surprises. The group is so whipped up, they would rather have a murderer in their midst than Jesus. So he lets Barabbas go. What else is he going to do? Now this has backfired, and once again, he's stuck with the Jesus problem. The next idea is to have him scourged, whipped, and beaten. That should satisfy the bloodlust of the crowd. So Jesus is taken away and tied to a pillar and mercilessly whipped with cords. Pilate brings him out and presents Jesus naked, bloody, barely even recognizable and calls out, Ecce Homo, behold the man. Surely they will see this wrecked body and think, this is enough. But he was wrong. The crowd is not satiated. They cry out, crucify him, crucify him. And he says, take him yourself and crucify him. But the winds of anger start turning against Pilate himself. And it says, he began to be afraid of them. In trying to release him again, the crowds start to accuse him of being disloyal to Rome. In desperation, he calls out, Behold your king! Shall I crucify your king? And the crowds call out that they have no king but Caesar. And they seem to imply that neither should you, Pilate. The national loyalty card is being played. Are you with us, Pilate? are you with one of them? Are you not a true Roman? Do you support someone who claims to have power even over Caesar? Maybe, they intimate, the same thing should happen to you. So here we come to the great moment of decision. There's no wiggle room left, no hemming and hawing, no sleight of hand possible, no pushing off the issue. Pilate, you are asked now, once and for all, and for all of history, and for your very soul, are you with Jesus, or are you with the world? Sure, job, reputation, comfort is on the line, but is it worth it to gain the whole world, but lose your very soul? Pilate said, yes. Christians are put into this position all the time. This happens when you know and believe an unpopular truth and hide it from people who would challenge you. Friends, family members, co-workers, neighbors, protesters, political pundits. They challenge you. Are you with him or are you with us? Do you really believe what the church teaches about sex and marriage and sexual identity and sin and authority and miracles, Sunday obligation, life, death? Are you really so unreasonable, so closed-minded, so ignorant, such a blind follower? There's an article in one of today's papers talking that, about that very thing. 300 youth descended upon uh, St. Peter's Basilica demanding that the church relaxes her moral authority because that seems to have worked so well in mainstream Protestantism. Implicitly, when this is put before us, we were asked, are you worthy of my love, of this job? of being called an American, and many a Catholic can dodge the bullet for a while, remaining silent maybe, making misleading remarks, oh, I hear you, appearing to go along, making compromises, avoiding conflict. But when Jesus becomes a problem for you, when Jesus is standing on one side of you and the world is on the other, with whom will you side? What are you willing to risk to lose for love, for salvation, for heaven. When push comes to shove, are you Pilate or are you a disciple?